This is episode number three of Broadband the Podcast, and today's guest is Dolly Town of Bookkeeping Town. Welcome to Broadband, a podcast created to showcase businesswomen who share insights and lessons learned about their journeys to self-employment. Here's your host, Denise Kowalczyk. Hello, this is Broadband, the podcast, and I'm Denise Kowalczyk. Thanks so much for tuning in for this new episode. If this is your first time here, welcome. I created this podcast to share some of the lessons learned by businesswomen and also to showcase their businesses to the wider community. I talk with women who are doing all kinds of great stuff in the world. Women-owned businesses employ over 9 million people and over 5 million businesses are owned by women of color in the U.S. And 26% of women who own businesses are non-degreed professionals. Incredible women doing amazing things. And it is my plan to introduce you to a few of them right here on Broadband the Podcast. On today's show, I am thrilled to introduce you to Dolly Town of Bookkeeping Town. She has an amazing story that led to her launching her own business almost two years ago after honing her expertise in financial work over the past decade plus. We chatted by Zoom so I could learn a little bit more about her background and her work in the world as a business owner. Dolly, welcome to Broadband. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, I was looking forward to our conversation. Yeah. So let's start with the real easy question. You know, what is your business, Bookkeeping Town? Well, um, I mainly work with um, catering businesses right now. And I help them um, be profitable, grow their business, um, not just do the bookkeeping, but, you know, I give them financial statements, a video of what the financial statements mean, and, you know, just so they understand their business and um, what they can do in the future. Excellent. And how many years have you been doing this kind of work? A year and a half. <laughs> okay. So you're a little baby, baby mm-hmm. in the world. Um, so am I. You're a little bit older than me. You're almost toddler. Um, you're a little ahead of me. So why did you pick this trade in, in, in financial advising and bookkeeping? Well, uh, for the past 15 years before having this business, um, I had so many different types of accounting positions. Um, you know, I was in accounts receivable, accounts payable, payroll tax. So this business puts it all together. Um, I work with a different type of clientele. So in my past jobs, it was with employees and customers. Um, This is like with this business, it's more small businesses and I can actually, you know, be more detailed with them. Now you mentioned you primarily work with caterers. um, But if I own a gas station, will you work with me? Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, (laughs) I didn't know if you were being really niche, (laughs) but you're open to working with all kinds of businesses. Um, So let's say, you know, we were meeting for coffee or something. I mean, what would be like the top three reasons why I should work with you? Well, first, um, I feel like the first reason would be financial security. Um, You know, with these financial statements that I send them, they can be um, assured what 
is coming in, what they're spending, um, you know, so it's like a whole picture. Um, the second reason I would say is um, time. You know, most of these businesses, they invest so much time in their business that bookkeeping um, and their financials is kind of like swept to the side. So if they come in and hire me, you know, that's all taken care of and they can get that time back. They don't feel like that pressure anymore. Um, and then the third one is um, regain control. So um, I see most most of my clients, they feel like they're out of control because they're juggling so much and mm -hmm. they just give up at the end. They're like, oh, forget it. And then they have like two, three years of bookkeeping that, you know, if they do want to find a bookkeeper, it's going to be a lot of work and money. <laughs> okay. I'm feeling pretty proud of myself then because I'm sort of on top of my bookkeeping. At some point I'm going to be hiring you Dolly town, but I'm not quite there yet. And that's, um, under, I want to understand a little bit of the bookkeeping flow process, if you will, but I got to tell you, it is not my favorite thing to do. I'll be calling you soon. So if you could go back to your younger self, Mm -hmm. And um, what kind of advice would you share with yourself about embarking on this adventure of owning your own business? Well, the first thing I would tell myself is um, speak up. <laughs> what so, does that mean? What does that mean? There, there is something that nobody knows about me because no one was in my high school. I was voted the quietest person in, in my senior class. And yep, I, I just stayed to myself. I didn't, you know, they, they had like little clicks. You have like the football players and the cheerleaders and, you know, so I just like stayed to myself. You know, I, I was a straight A student. Like, Were you shy? Very shy. Um, and now having this business, I'm speaking up more, you know, um, I am still nervous about, you know, speaking up and you know with networking groups as you know you have like your 60 seconds commercial so you have to stand up and tell about your business promoting yourself so the first time i did it i'm like oh my god i was like shaking so i want to tell myself my younger self is just stand up speak up nobody's gonna bite you you know, nobody cares what you say, but if it's, you know, if it's important, of course, they're going to listen. But I was so nervous to speak up. <laughs> Which is so interesting of my time of knowing you over yeah. the past roughly year. I would not have thought that. Yeah. So for what it's worth, you've done the work. So congrats. Yeah, I, you know, it, it takes a lot of like um, motivation and knowing what your goals are, what you want, and then you just do it. You know, I did it with fear. I'm like, oh my God, what are they going to say? And I'm like, you know what? Just do it. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. Finding the courage and, and feeling brave and taking yeah. the risk and the chances, which is all part of sort of the package of yes. starting your own business. There's a lot of risk involved. Um, yeah, so if you could go in five years in the future, what do you think your future self might share with you? Um, it's going to be funny. Don't worry about the future. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so I would just tell myself, you know, everything will work out. 
oh, doors will open that you don't even know they're there. You know, it's because um, I feel like that's happening since I've gotten this business. I just go with the flow and things, positive things has been happening. So um, I think my future self sees even more doors opening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was afraid before. So I would just just go with it. Yeah, visualization makes a huge difference. You know, the universe is not going to know that you you're looking for that dream or that wish to come true. It isn't like someone's going to be knocking on the door and say, Dolly, I'm here. (laughs) What are your five wishes? girl, I'll go get them. I mean, right. It doesn't happen that way. Oh, I wish it did. Did you wish it did? Okay. But who has influenced you professionally? So, um, I always wanted to start a business and uh, my family knows this, you know, I would tell them like, I want to start something, but I don't know what, like, what, what do I want to sell? What do I want to do? You know, so it didn't come to me until like, you know, I, I quit my job and, you know, I was a stay at home mom for that time. And I talked to my mother who is also a business owner. She owed, I mean, she owned a, um, an alterations business. Um, she was thinking of retiring and, you know, we, we just had this like, um, deep talk about business and, you know, I just like commended her for doing what she's done. Like she, she came into this country without even knowing any English, mm-hmm. you know, a few years into it, she decided to have this, you know, open up this business. And she said it was the best thing that she's ever done. And she's like, you should really, you know, think about opening your, your own business. So, you know, that was always like in back of my mind. Um, so, you know, that pushed me to the, to the next uh, step. In, in my life. What a great role model to have yeah. your mom yeah. be this incredible beacon of inspiration and motivation. And I'm sure it wasn't a walk in the park every day, but you, you saw most of it as being a child in the house, but to have the conversations now, adult to adult, businesswoman to businesswoman, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. really cool. Yeah, it was great. So how are you managing your momentum? At the time of this interview, we're still in that gosh darn pandemic situation, and everyone has had to adjust in their own way to it. But how are you, I don't know, taking care or keeping your motivation and your passion going, your momentum going as a business owner? Yeah. So, um, I like on the weekends I've been hiking and bike riding with my family. Um, and that just like, it's kind of like a refresh, you know? So it, it like wipes out whatever happened in the past week. And then it's like, all right, it's a new week. You know, I get like the motivation, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, go get her. You can do this, you can do that. And, um, you know, and to keep track of everything, you know, I have like a, a to-do list app. So it tells me like what I have to do on each day, just so nothing gets swept under the rug. Yeah. Um, that those two combined really helped me out. Yeah. So the self-care and then having the tools, time management tools. Yeah. yeah. So 
speaking of biking, I just bought a bike yesterday. Nice. You know, there is a bike shortage, at least in Rhode Island, if not in many other places. And that. I think yeah. I found the last one in Rhode Island. <laughs> My God. I did the research. Who has bikes? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, I think I found one. I'm going to go and buy it. And gosh darn, it was the last one in the store. So. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. super excited. So offline, I might ask you on some biking trail tips. <laughs> so what advice would you share with someone who's thinking about starting their own business like you? It doesn't have to be bookkeeping or financial advising, but a business. Run. No, just kidding. <laughs> You're funny. I would say uh, don't be afraid to ask for help or to hire people to help you with your business. Like when I started my business, I had that mentality that I need to do everything, I'm in control, I don't want anybody to touch anything. And then, you know, it's not that way really. It's, you make the final decision. It's not like you hire someone and then they do everything. You know, you talk, it could take a couple of weeks, a few months, whatever, you know, they know what you want, you know what you want, and then it gets done. And then, you know, you, you get to decide if you like it or not, and, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. So um, I would definitely like, I would have hired quicker um, if I knew this information. <laughs> um, you know, I, I can't do it all on my own. It's yeah. crazy. like, I, I'm working with you now. And um, the content is just, it's so time consuming, you know, and you helped me out with that, um, which I'm very grateful for. <laughs> My pleasure. I love doing it. And then, yeah, and you're absolutely right. And I think as a business owner, I'm a little younger in the business age right now, not much, about six months or so, but um, I'm getting to the place, probably the next phase is that I'm like, okay, I don't want to be the bookkeeper of my company. So I'm going to figure out how to allocate that. Um, I might not want to be other facets of it. I can't think, but really like the operational component of it um, might be not something like I don't want to issue my invoices and stuff like that. So um, it is important to, at least if you're not quite there yet to delegate that out. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it, on your, your thinking cap, it's in there. So you're thinking about like, well, when do I want to really sit down? Cause I'm going to have to do that at some point. So I can really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. yep. So what was one of the biggest things that surprised you about being a business owner? Um, I would have to say how many things you have to do to get your business operating, you know, like their sales, marketing, um, bookkeeping, you know, there's so many things that have to happen so your business can operate. So that, that was very overwhelming, um, on how many things a business owner has to juggle. Yeah. 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 I know when I first started, I'm like, Oh, you know, I got a wide open schedule. I'm self-employed, right? <laughs> I can just sit down and do the work. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute, Denise, you have to do your prospecting right? And your outreach 
and your business development. Oh, and you got to make sure your books are in order. Yeah. And professional development always has to be there, you know, so it's really, really interesting um, to manage that. Do you have any suggestions or resources that kind of help you with um, your time management or in any way um, help you be a better businesswoman? Yeah, so actually the first person I hired was a productivity coach. Um, I feel like that was like the most important hire for me because I, I kept saying yes to every single person that wanted a meeting. Mm. And I had no time to do the bookkeeping work. Um, so we had six sessions together. Um, her name is Margot Crawford with Wave Productivity. And, um, she showed me, you know, there's like right now I only take meetings Tuesday and Thursdays, Wednesdays. Um, I just focus on bookkeeping. Now I only work three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays. So, um, you know, Wednesdays I blocked out all that, uh, time just to focus on my clients, the, the bookkeeping aspect. So, there and then she showed me like you know what to do with the emails because the emails were going like berserk, oh. like, overwhelming um so that i highly recommend um for someone that is overwhelmed with the emails with their time um i recommend a productivity coach okay cool now how would you describe your entrepreneurial spirit how would you describe that um, you know, I, I thought about this uh, in the past, like really deep because I'm like, all right, do I go with the change? Do I not? So I'm, I'm a go with the flow kind of gal, you know, be having a virtual bookkeeping business. You kind of have to, because it's a lot of technology that I have mm-hmm. to learn about with my own business. So with COVID happening, like I had to adapt quickly to the changes, how I can help my clients or my prospects, you know, what what types of um, reporting do they need? What types of statements, advice, you know, all that. So um, I feel like I adapt very quickly to change. Very flexible, which is great, which is like one of the core, I think, skills, if you will, to being a self-employed person um how much time do you how much time do you devote to professional development um lately i've been developing a lot um before it it would average like one to three hours a week and now i'm doing more like six to eight hours wow yeah and I don't just do it during the day because I also do something at night from like nine. I have a two year old, so I would mm-hmm. go to bed and then just work from like nine to 12 only because my hours have decreased substantially because of the COVID. Yeah. So I work at night a little bit just on the professional development. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And all right. I think we are now to the final question. which is actually five questions in a question. (laughs) Five things to know about you, Dolly Town. Okay, so I'm going to kind of do it. You're going to answer 
as quickly as you can. It's not a test though, but <laughs> here we go. What is your favorite flower? A dahlia, of course. <laughs> of course, of course, what was I thinking? Um, are you coffee or tea? Definitely tea. Okay. If you had to pick a trip to Tahiti or to Paris, which one would you pick? Paris. Okay. Why? I've always wanted to go to Italy. So Paris is closer to Italy than Tahiti. <laughs> I can just shoot over to Italy. <laughs> and you shoot right on over there. That's how you do it. <laughs> Are you um, an intention setter or a goal getter? I think a goal getter. <laughs> And do you have a favorite quote or an expression? I do. Um, so my favorite quote is, work hard in silence, let your success make the noise. Oh, who, who said that, do you know? Uh, Frank Ocean. I love that quote. <laughs> I love that too. I might Instagram that out later. <laughs> wow. Well, Dolly, thank you so much. This has been such a treat to get to know you in this way. And I really appreciate your time to share some of your insights and your experiences. And I'm sure the listeners are going to say, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm dealing with the same thing or, oh, that's a great idea. So yeah, yeah. I want to say thank you very much. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I, I really love this. Thanks so much to Dolly for sharing her joy for her work and her insights in our conversation. I'm always so impressed by her hard work and dedication to help people get more comfortable with their finances. I know it is my favorite thing to work on as a business owner, and I really appreciate her savvy and her laughter. She is a person who is really easy to connect with, someone with a very warm heart and generous spirit. Plus, she knows numbers. So you can check out her work at her website, bookkeepingtown.com. She offers a mass of QuickBooks tutorials for free. And be sure to sign up for her e-newsletter to learn more about her services. And she also shares out a lot of helpful information about financial management. She offers free consults to talk about your financial questions. So be sure to drop her a line. And I'll be adding resource links that we talked about in the interview. And here is one I would like to suggest. If you sign up for my e-newsletter, I will send you a list of these really cool, easy to use free apps to help you organize your workday. So just check out my website, ctdcreative.co for all the details. Well, have a great day and thanks so much for listening to Broadband. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to share it out on all your social and tell your friends, I would really appreciate it. It's a podcast uh, about women sharing their wisdom as business owners. And I hope you learn as much as I do each time I talk with another woman who shares their incredible story. On the next show, Barbara Berry of Berry Basic Computer. And I look forward to sharing her story about how she helps people with their computers and their software so they feel really empowered. Thanks to Dolly for sharing a bit of her story with us. And again, thanks to my pal, Elizabeth Fournier, for the show intro and outro. And until the next time, I'm going to close with this quote. If people are doubting how far you can go, go so far that you can't hear them anymore. 
That's Michelle Ruiz. She is a three-time serial entrepreneur, keynote speaker, former Emmy Award-winning TV news anchor, a mom, and a best-selling author. Thanks again for joining me here on Broadband, the podcast. Until next time, you have a great week. You've been listening to Broadband, a podcast showcasing the inspiring stories of businesswomen about their successful journeys in building their businesses. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. To learn more about the show, be sure to check out the show notes for the link to the website. Thanks for listening.